Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast, starring me, your host, Chick. And me, your host, Riff. And me, your other host, Hot Stuff. See, I gotta keep you guys on your toes. (laughs) I gotta keep you guessing whether I'm gonna do something weird or not. Yeah, it's great. Me, your host, Jick, as Buck Turgidson in <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. <laughs> Buck Turgidson? Yeah, Buck Turgidson is actually a character in Doctor Strangelove. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like a real a real thing. Well, that's not just a made up that's not just a made up name. It is just well, a made up name, yeah. but sti- <laughs> But it was in a real thing. A so it wasn't made up. Oh, it's not documentary strange love. I thought that's what the doctor was short for. <laughs> hmm. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm just reevaluating all my what's up doc and every other doc things to be documentaries instead of Oh, it's just doc strange love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> documentary octopus. Is that uh Right. <laughs> is that super villain? Mm-hmm. He's like elementary yep. penguin. Uh you guys, it's only been a few days since the last time we did a That's recording on yeah. a television show. So not much has really come out in the game. Like nothing. <laughs> has nothing? I don't. I don't think so. We've been working on some things. Uh, we we sort of shot our collective wads on the twenty eighth when everything rolled out all at once. And then right. there was a weekend, and then uh, which know. we also worked on. What did we do on the weekend? Uh, we we worked. I don't remember that. Yeah. You came into the office and hung out for. I don't hours. remember that at all. What okay. did I What did I make? Uh, I don't remember. I said you said seven hours. I worked several for seven hours, hours. Several hours. Are you sure I wasn't just drinking? Well, we. I mean, so we recorded. We, you say we had a weekend. We recorded this on a weekend, and then I think we also came back here the next day, which was still also a weekend, and continued to work because that's what we do. That's all what we did, do is we just did, work for these people. But what did we do? What did we make them? I don't remember. It was. I was here. Uh, helping out with Daisy, which is kind of like work. Um, <laughs> and then Help, did helping out by? by getting shot repeatedly. Uh, well, just I only got the shot the once. Yeah. Um, and then you spent the rest of the time trying to walk towards where the action was happening, but you didn't know where it was because that video game is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and then, other but then you came in and we, we worked on stuff. But I honestly don't remember what, what it did was. we work on. What did, if we you, worked on you KOL. say that we worked? What did we do, dude? Like <clears throat> my work day, I I do not remember from day to day what I do. Okay, <laughs> which is why it's so hard to do these shows because it's like uh, I don't know, it's numbers and then um, some like mechanics and stuff and things. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. What what have you been up to uh, on Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> I made a quest. Yeah. For unlocking the hidden temple. Right. Yeah. yeah. At level six, when it is appropriate. Okay. <laughs> yep. Riff Riff wrote some stuff for that. Yeah. Yep. I drew some stuff for that today. Got that into testing. Um, this is an alternative. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. We're not taking away any of your toys. Or any we're just of your adding more we're toys. We're not taking away any of your garbage video game bullshit. It is entirely <laughs> possible that if you were the kind of person that listens to this show and still plays the game, and because you don't listen to the show because you're just like this is something you've been doing for years and that kind of thing. Um, so if you're the kind of person that listens to the show and is like a, an optimizer person, uh, you will probably never see this quest. Yeah, 
So don't even worry about it. I don't know that everyone who listens to the show is an optimizer. No, no, that's what I was saying. Because I think there's a bunch of people who listen to the show who don't even play the game anymore. We're working on some other stuff that we're not going to tell anyone about. Right. Uh, we're working on some other stuff that no one will ever find out about at all. Uh, and then I also... <laughs> that's uh, today, true, actually. That's, I've, I, that's been a lot of the work that I've been doing. Now that I think about it. <laughs> today I did, a, uh, I did the first... Uh, I did a little uh, pre-lunch burn. We had a lunch meeting today. But before lunch, I did a little burn on... Uh, I'm, I made mechanically the new first story of Spooky Raven. Um, put in that quest. When did we become people that had lunch meetings? Uh, I, when we came to San Francisco to uh, try to advance our our company, try to work our on our careers, in the try world. to schmooze, try to be a part of an industry. That's when. Yeah, buddy. Did we, did we never have a lunch meeting in Phoenix? We had a couple. We would sometimes have a lunch meeting with each other. We had a sure. lunch meeting with... Mm-hmm. No, I guess we had a dinner meeting with the guys when we first bought the servers. We bought. We had a lunch meeting with um, the Flashbang Studios guys. Okay, right, right. That's true. Um, that was, like, before we even started working on word problems. Was it, or yeah, was it... because we were asking them advice about what they would recommend platform-wise. No, I thought we were asking about the potential, the MMO what we should do it in I thought we were talking about just the game itself I don't think so because I don't think it was that long ago that game took a really long time to make dude it was a long time ago Mm. years years was it before or after we learned karate before okay was it before or after we filmed the hit third installment in the Karate Cat series Karate Cat 3 before that as well okay was it after Karate Cat 2 though that I don't know. Okay, so we already we had learn the, we already had the after. admiration of all the starlets, right? But we <clears throat> riff. Uh, Zach, it, Zach has made a bunch of independent films. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that you don't remember any of this, Riff. Yeah, uh, I must. Uh, I don't know. I must have been drinking too much. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like you. You're hitting the bottle too hard. <laughs> uh, are you, have you decided that in celebration of finishing Twitch Plays Pokemon, you're now going to drink a bottle of champagne an hour for the rest of your life? I have started drinking a glass of red wine every night just because that's supposed to be healthy. But really, do you also drink coffee? No, I'm not. I. I, you uh, need to drink coffee in order to balance out any of the negative baby side steps. effects of the of the, the <laughs> baby <laughs> baby steps hot stuff. The, right. you have to, the it, only it, way I it, like coffee, you have to put too much sugar and crap. No, in it. so this so you you have to acquire a taste for yeah. coffee. So so you then have to <clears> have, it have will a cup. Take like a week, you pussies. You have you have a <laughs> cup of coffee, right? Which balances out any of the negative side effects of the red wine. But now uh-huh. you need to have two glasses of red wine to get the positive effects. <laughs> But now you need to have a second glass of coffee in the morning. So now I'm just just doing nothing all day except alternating between cups of coffee and glasses of wine. Yes. Or you could, you could try this new cocktail I invented, oh. which is what you know. I used to when Cafe au vin. at my at my job uh, before I my job that I didn't super care about because it was pretty clear that KOL was going to be a thing that that uh, earn earned me a living. Uh, when I had to work night shifts, I would frequently just drink coffee with jack daniels in it really it's pretty terrible but um it gets the job done it gets the job done yeah it gets the it gets the twin necessary jobs done of it being both, able to stay yeah that's up like a, and, both a stimulant and a um the opposite yeah it's the, it's the uh, depressant? depressant it's the uh, yeah it's the white <laughs> trash speedball yeah i was just gonna say it's like the the much uh, milder version of a speedball upper and a downer is there is there a word other than depressant no, Stim- depressant is the opposite of stimulant. Is it okay? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Sleep, sleepy time, good. Sure. <laughs> I meant good as in like a durable good, yeah. as opposed to like, oh, that's good. But also, that's good. So a sleepy time good would, is like your teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's a sleepy time durable good. A sleepy time dry good most of the time. Is beans. <laughs> yeah, teddy bear made out of beans. <laughs> and teddy bear made out of refried beans. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That's just wrong. Oh. Well, just stuffed with stuffed with that. It's, well, is it it's, stuffed oh. with it? It's great for a while. It's like, it's like warm and soft, and you can <laughs> snuggle with it. But then, like, the next morning, it's a little weird. And then the morning after that, it's like, what? what are refried beans mashed enough where they would, like, come out of the pores in a... Oh. I mean, I bet some like, oil would leach yeah. out of them. Yeah, I guess because you, you basically have to make it with lard or some other fat or something, right? Like, ugh. You don't have to. You can make vegetarian refried beans, but they're not as good. Okay. Right. I agree. You can buy a can of vegetarian it's refried important beans. To put That's hot, how I know you can make them. hot dogs in there, too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vegetarian hot dogs. Some corn dogs. They're, like, in cans of, like, baked beans, there's often, like, hot dogs, right? I'm not making that up. Like, there's little bits that of... That is meat. a thing that they sell... They sell cans of Franks and beans. But isn't it just sometimes in baked beans? No, if you get a can of pork and beans, there's usually yeah. a little piece of, like... A single but it's piece? Usually, it's usually one piece of, like, fat back or something just really? to, 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 get to it flavor it and so that they can say there's pork on it. <laughs> huh. I could have sworn that, like, I have once opened a can of beans and been like, huh, there's meat in here. But maybe I'm just making that up. You know, I thought it was funny when somebody tweeted that uh, Baby Got Back passes the Bechdel test because of the conversation in the beginning. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, because somebody then pointed out. Oh, they're talking Cap about Hector guys. pointed out they don't both have names, oh. which is uh, only Becky has a name. <laughs> yeah. You know, one could assume that the other one also has a name, it just wasn't used. Well, right, but then that's that's the point. Right, you can assume that all women have names. So... Huh. It's like, they have to, the name has to be explicit in the work. Yeah. Interesting. I think you have to know it. What if it's in the credits? <laughs> okay. Yeah, isn't it good enough that a character in the credits has a name rather than just girl number girl two? Girl one, yeah. yeah. I, wonder if that, <clears throat> I wonder if that qualifies. Was Winona Ryder's uh, name in the credits of Girl <laughs> Interrupted? Girl <Good>. Interrupted. Uh-huh. <laughs> good. Pretty good joke. Yep. Did you make that up just now? I did. Nice work. Thanks. <laughs> See, Riff, why can't you be more like Hot Stuff? Oh. He can, he can think on the spot. <laughs> he can improv. Uh, do you guys want to answer some Kingdom of Loathing video game questions? Sure, I hear there are lots. There are lots. Uh, let's lots. see what any of them are. Craig Sutton. Man, I forgot, to bring in the, I forgot to bring in the iPad. You did. Which makes these questions a lot more legible. Do you want me to just write them down on a piece of paper? No. Okay. That would be noisy and take a long time. Cryanger says, Cryanger, Cryanger, Crianger. Why are there so few booze and food items that take away substats? I presume it's mostly to prevent players from nuking themselves to level one early in their KOL experience. It just seems like there's room there for experimentation. Such as perhaps a spleen item that bestows an effect that inverts foods slash booze substat gains into losses. Uh, that would prevent accidentally obliterating all of a player's hard-earned experience. So what you're suggesting is that we make a thing that we make a bunch of foods that take away stats so that we can make a thing that makes it so taking away stats actually gives you stats <laughs> so that you can pretend that there aren't any things that take away stats. It generally like taking things away is not fun. Right. It um, needs to be, it's usually a, a joke. 
when it happens. Yeah, and or like, uh, you know, like taking away. You could say that taking away meat isn't fun, so we shouldn't have stores, but that's not a real thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. There just aren't, you know, it's mostly like food and booze are good. Good for you. You don't tend to eat things that make you unhealthy. No, no one does that. <clears throat> Non-vegan says, especially not non-vegans, uh, would you consider changing once cursed, twice cursed, thrice cursed so that they are no longer removed by the hot tub and or shake it off? It's extremely frustrating to heal and accidentally remove these mid-quest. But what if you want to get rid of them? Yeah, that's... I mean, I guess you can always use a use an echo to get rid of them if you really want to get rid of them. But yeah, I could, I could see that. A Nightshade Queen suggests... Uh, a vague idea for a permable from Pete skill, organize party, in which you attempt to organize a party but no one shows up, and this leads to you buying a decent to good, depending on level, cocktail or beverage from some bar somewhere. Aww. That's kind of funny. Moxie classes get to steal it, though. That's the... <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, AA Battery, who wrote, I think also wrote this into the Monday show, or else I just accidentally answered it twice. Why does Pantsgiving do pretty much nothing for the fancy pants scarecrow when any other Mr. Store Pants are great for him? Oh, sorry for asking this multiple times. I didn't get the skinny on recent shows. Do you have thoughts on that? I don't know who gave that. It's Scully's theory was that the nicer the pants are, the more they do on the on the pants rack, right. like the nicer thematically, not the nicer numerically, and that these uh-huh. were shitty sweatpants. Huh. But I don't know if that's a real thing or not. He He's the one that tends to do hats and pants. That's like his mechanical domain. It's his He, like, picks what the, the hat rack and the pant rack will do, and only very occasionally will I go in there and change numbers. Do you think the Lord time. of Accountants lives in a ledger domain? Yes. Oh. I think that it's is very entirely nice. true. Isn't that word actually ledger domain? It is, but I, it's I was also legal. It's like leaguer domain. It's not. It's I've not always ledger. heard it pronounced ledger domain. Okay, but it's not. It's like L E G E R. Yeah. Starwood says, "What happened to classes seven through ten? The Boris tattoo is class eleven. Guyf. They are. Uh, it used to be that oh. when we had NPC accounts. No, they th- still are. I think right. They are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying it used to be that when we had NPC accounts, the way that we would fake a class on their profile was oh. just by make making them a class. Yeah. Back I mean, when we, class wasn't ever going to be a thing that ever y- went beyond six. Yeah. That was a that was a number that we could just make higher. Yeah. Um. Class 7 in the skills table is a conditional skill. Is it uh, also the toot? Uh, probably not. I mean, it's possible that if there was a guild that would let the toot Oriole in, that he would be able to buy conditional, conditional skills. skills, maybe. I wow. don't think so. They'd have to be marked as guild skills, but that'd be a weird... That'd be neat. Yeah. Aksaka says, Whenever I misspell words in the mall search box, it makes me hope that a string is a secret code which unlocks hidden content in the game. So far, it's always just unlocked a page with zero results. How often do you put things into the game that can only be discovered by extreme luck? Well, I wouldn't say that that's a thing that could be discovered only by extreme luck if we did. I mean, there would it be wouldn't some just sort be of random. rationale behind yeah, it. Yeah, right? wouldn't, we wouldn't just be like, if you happen to typo this one thing, it will unlock some extra content for you. But, that, but that's a great, that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that as a, real, a vector for yeah, Easter egg potential. Easter egg stuff, yeah. Um, you know, I am very, very fond of sort of putting hidden stuff in the game that eventually gets discovered and people like mobilize around it. It's I don't do it as often as I would would like, and that's just because I'm a failure. Um, 
but hopefully we'll add more soon. <clears throat> Alpha Cat Felicity asks an interesting question. Uh, question about potential Jarlsberg slash Pete sandwich skills. I'm not asking for one, but if such a thing were to be implemented, would the fact that you can buy skill points for those avatars go against the spirit of a permable reward for maxing your skill points? Would you work around that somehow, e.g. say that uh, hmm. bot skills don't count towards the total? Or would it matter since the reward by itself isn't that powerful? We don't track bot versus earned. No, we can reconstruct it. Can't. I guess we for could. Pete we can reconstruct it because we know, and I mean yeah we can reconstruct it right like y y y yeah That's it is it is about that. goofy we didn't I mean we didn't do it partially because we just failed to couldn't think of anything awesome. yeah but but like that is a reasonable. Objective. That's a reason not to do it like that. It's that's, not a, it's a, it's a non laziness reason not to do it. Yeah. Uh, also. Which is more 11 -y? 111 or 121? 11 squared. I know 121 has a 2 in it, but if you wrote it as 11 times 11, it has one more 1 than 111 does. That's, that is true. <laughs> it does... 121 also contains the substring 12, which I fucking hate. Uh, the icon for ridiculous <laughs> is 11 exclamation point, which is 39,916,800 if you assume it's a factorial expression and not an exclamation point. But that's a little too ridiculous for a buff's turn count. Congrats on 11 years. Well, thank you. Apparently 110 is better than either 111 or 121. Uh, yeah, 110 is the optimal amount to donate now, or any multiple <laughs> of 110. <laughs> you know, like 1,100. Sure. Yeah. Wax says, have you found a clever way to make street sneaky Pete players not be overdrunk on prison break? Not everyone has that cool wine glass that I have. Also, what is a man? That's pretty funny, <laughs> Wack. Um, uh... <clears throat> no. And we, yeah, I mean, we kind of figured that people could deal with that on their own, right? Like, if you if you have, if you've drunk up to 25, and yeah, you're, I, break prison, you're just drunk. I, uh, you if like there it. was an easy way to make it so people weren't, but I think because it's super unexpected. For Boris, it didn't, like, it didn't For matter. Boris, yeah, somebody asked that earlier, and I was going to, I was going to, and I realized, like, Reading somebody's question just to point out the way in which their presumption is totally wrong is not, like, super cool, but it is... I, fuck, I don't know. I wasn't going to, like, make fun of him. I wasn't going to answer the question and then say, dummy. Right. Even though I do that all the time. So right. I probably would have anyway. <laughs> Guy999 says, Why does a Putty Buddy familiar have a low drop rate if it isn't that great? Is there something more to the familiar? No. I mean, it's... I didn't want it to be great. I just wanted it to be rare. Yeah. Just like a steak. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, I don't, want it to be, good. I don't want it to taste good. Deckard says, Thank you for all the hard work you put into the Avatar Sneaky Pete Challenge Path. I love it. It's a lot of fun in the way the council speaks to you. It's so utterly lame. It makes me giggle. Uh, one thing I noticed, though, is when you're in the tower fighting your shadow, the shadow image looks a bit distorted and smooshed if you uh, went with a female character that run. It's probably because of the width of the Avatar image since the female version has pigtails. Is that something you deem worthy of fixing? Yeah, I probably screwed something up. I don't know if it's like smashing a um, 100 by 100 down to a image down one, to a 60 by 100 yeah cause that that stuff is so goofy uh, I Eat Food says I'm watching the movie Slither and it's really good you know what else is good this damn sneaky Pete this thing is effing McDonald's I'm straight loving it jacket is great <laughs> and I have no complaints here oh good Tom 808 says do you think <laughs> you'll have to expand the clan VIP lounges soon uh, I don't know do we have room for anything else in there I don't know I would potentially just move the Christmas tree out into the rumpus room next, because there's not any real... Like, we don't care about that stuff anymore. 
Well, but, I mean, do you not feel like it was, It is a... I mean, I guess at this point, there's so much going on. That we didn't sell it, right? So right. it's not like... It's not like having it... You know, so VIP lounge accessors got three years of exclusive first look access right. to that sweet, sweet Christmas tree. Is there room in the, the rec room? I guess there I, is. Yeah, I think there's like four empty spaces in the rumpus room still. Also, it's a rumpus room, not a rec room. Jesus. Well, it will be once you ruin it. <clears throat> you know, when I was proposing new uh, Spooky Raven zones, I proposed the haunted rumpus room, uh-huh. and one of the drops in there was a bottle of pus rum. <laughs> oh, God. So, so good. Oh. No. No. Yeah. That's no. the opposite of good. <laughs> no. No. Okay, so you're saying, like, you, you're, you guys are okay with the brains casserole and yes. this? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. People eat brains. Oh, so you're saying people don't drink pus? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I am saying that. All right. Fair enough. I'm taking a stand. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> Abyssies. This is, this is a little combative. Uh, I wish you would make the new level 11 content really optional and not default two new quests under the current quest links on the character pane. Some of us still prefer the pirates, and those new links do not go away, or at least make them go away after you finish the MacGuffin. Uh, I accidentally clicked on the club, meaning to go do the Disco Bandit Trainer, thus I was forced to do that quest even though I'm in Aftercore. Would you please put in a decline option so people can back out if they don't want to do that quest yet? Well, A, you weren't forced to do it. The, so... I was in a position where I was sort of damned if I did and damned if I didn't with the quest tracker on this stuff because people who did want to play it but had already gone through the pirates route would want to be able to see it in the quest tracker while they were doing it. So the compromise that I ended up on is it shows up in the quest tracker if you are on the quest and either you haven't finished the snakehead charm yet or it is less than like two weeks from now. Oh, so it will. So it will fix itself for people like Abiz sees who is annoyed with it, and somebody else who asked the same That's thing. You built that in at the beginning, and people were annoyed with you, even though you had answered their complaint a month ahead. Well, of time. I answered it without telling them. So, sure. so yeah. I mean, I you know, people are going to be annoyed. That's that's how it goes. So, and when you do that, do you just figure out what the rollover number is? And <clears throat> yeah. Just checks that. Yep. That's interesting. Uh, Wax says, if you had the tools with which to invade a small country, which one would you pick and why? Uh, small. Assume it said something bad about your mom or something, so there's an incentive, or they just have a lot of oil. Your pick. Like Luxembourg, Texas, or like <laughs> Switzerland. Like how small is small? The Lone Star Country. I don't know how small is Luxembourg. Pretty small. How small is Switzerland? Rhode Island. Switzerland is about, like a hundred Rhode Islands. How about Sweden? It's supposed to be really nice there. Road continent. Sweden is really big with certain map projections. Huh. Uh, yeah, like it, I don't it, actually have a good sense of like what its land area is. Greenland is actually smaller than a postage stamp, even though it looks larger. That is weird. <laughs> well, that that one depends on how big your map is. God of Rock says. Oh, man, none of those things are spelled right. Uh, howdy, y'all. Will there be a visit from Wolfman Jick this week? Hey, it was a wild man, not Wolfman. <laughs> you, said Wolfman. You, said said wild man. you said Wolfman. You said wild man. I said wild man and Wolfman. You did. Fuck. Uh, Saturdays for partying. Yeah. Some awesome lulls, he said. Yeah, it's pretty. Saturdays for partying. Yeah, Saturdays for partying. That's, that's, that the, the, wild, that's the wild man's credo. I'm, uh, I'm excited about uh, leading the lead up into GDC, because we are just basically... 
drinking for three days straight. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, we're going to be in fine shape for that. Well, yeah, we're, we're drinking for three days straight, and then it is uh, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Every day is Saturday. Anyway, love the game and the podcast. Please keep cranking out the funny and rock on. Rock, R-A-W-K. Yeah. Uh, Nicodemus TBO says Riff can't make up jokes on the fly and hot stuff doesn't laugh out loud bug or feature (laughs) (laughs) oh come on man (laughs) there you go (laughs) Naramo says ever since the new way of getting the talisman of Nam or specifically the new recipe to craft it the old recipe no longer functions as a chat command you keep getting the you don't have the ingredients for that message would it be possible to make it so I can go back to pretending the crafting page doesn't exist when I take the pirates route I know how much people like to pretend that things don't exist when they're features that were added after they joined. I don't actually know how that works. What I could do is I could change the name of the new item to Talismano Namzalat, which is what I was going to do. And the old one would just be Talismano Nam? Yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah, why don't I just do that? Yeah. In fact, why didn't I already just do that? Lord Hyperion says, I've been hearing a lot on the podcast recently about people complaining about the change in liver capacity when leaving Age of Sneaky Pete. As uh, much as I empathize, I can't help but suspect that no one was making the same complaint about the change in stomach capacity for Boris. Well, right, right but that's because it doesn't stop being over doing. full doesn't stop you from adventuring. Because it isn't really a thing. Uh, Scully Angel says, with the release of the Grimstone Golem and the plus PvP, bleh, PvP fight equipment that drops in the Inner Wolf Gym, the Swagger Shop's insulting hat has been outclassed. Can we get a bump on that enchantment? What it classes the... Sorry, I didn't hear. The whatever the PvP fight uh, hat is, apparently. Hmm. Also, is that a hat? I thought it was... I thought it was an insulting mustache, and I thought it was an accessory. I also... Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look. There might be multiple things in there. Yeah, I'm not aware that anything is... Uh, it's hmm. possible. I I have tried to not outclass stuff in the PvP swagger shop, but I'm, I can... I can look at that some... Yeah, Thren says also asking for a Sneaky Pete's second liver, a disappearing at rollover accessory that lets you adventure over drunk. Um, it's not simple to do any of those things. F writes, hey, when climbing the extreme slope, there's an animated gif that contains seizure-inducing flashing words. One of those words is ensure. What is that all about? <laughs> Have a great day. Uh, that was sort of a that was sort of a private joke between uh, between me and Troubleface, but it is because there is a a product that is very similar to the product called Boost that is called Ensure. Ah. And so the joke was about a snowboarding game with an Ensure meter to avoid a copyright infringement. Yeah. That's why, F. The you guys should you know. all play Trademarkville, apropos of nothing. Uh, Malhaku says, I got a bit behind on the podcast and I'm just listening to last Thursday's cast. In opposition to Wack's extremely aggravating letter about the jacket, I'd like to voice the opposing opinion. Uh, second, I was planning on taking this month off. I love you guys, but I try to exercise some moderation. I assume the item of the month would be Sneaky Pete related, and although I am doing the challenge path, I figured I'd be fine without it as Pete pretty well-rounded already. I saw the item, sighed, and said, all right, you win. <laughs> love the game. Keep up the great work. I don't well, mean thanks. to make somebody do something that they didn't want to do. Yeah, oh, thank you sad. for going against your instincts and spending money on something yeah. that benefits us and maybe makes it so you can't pay your rent. Yeah, I feel bad about that. Now I do too. Now that I've constructed this elaborate fantasy in my head <laughs> where Malhaku is homeless because a jacket is cool. A fake jacket. A virtual jacket. 
Stumps McGee writes, when you are making content, I know that you want to have as players uh, have players enjoy it as much as possible, and there seem to be plenty of ways to do that. Leaderboards, long-term goals, randomly generated text, rare drops, I'll keep people coming back to content, but it is also easy to push those things too far and make them grindy. How do you balance these things in KOL? Uh, what are your thoughts on good and bad ways to maximize video game content in general? That's a really good Just question. try not to do too much of any given thing, and try to imagine that... Like 11 we, years worth of video game development? Mm-hmm. Okay. We try to imagine that we are a player, yeah. and if something would be completely intolerable to us, we wouldn't ask someone else to do it. Although that's not true, there are a couple things that I definitely would not do. Oh, I would not get a slimeling. There are trophies I wouldn't get. Probably, I probably wouldn't do the the trophies that required just sort of like limiting turn gen for a really long time. I probably wouldn't do. Yep. That's the thing, though. Like having a couple of those is a way for the for people who get that to to feel special like this is i mean this is the wrong podcast to talk about this but this is why i didn't feel like the stanley parable achievements were dickish <laughs> also there is not an achievement for that it's just an ending we learned that oh yeah although i didn't say anything about it out loud but the fact that you guys believed that there was an achievement for that <laughs> means that it it's might as well have been well, but there's there I mean, there are other achievements in there that are like don't play Stanley Parable for a year. Like that's, you know, you have to, do you have to set your clock and fuck with it or what? Yeah, everyone is going to get that achievement accidentally eventually. Not unless they launch Stanley Parable again. Okay, everyone is going to become eligible for that achievement accidentally eventually. After the heat death of the universe. Uh, and then Akatarly says uh, he's a couple of comments regarding pirates versus copperheads, and that's actually three. The first one is that the chat command to construct it doesn't work, which I think I can fix that. Second one is that the quest tracker thing is still there, which it will also that'll I, be resolved. That, that'll go away. Uh, three, going through the pirates is currently, as far as I know, the only way to get to the volcano to complete the nemesis quest, meaning that if you want that extra karma, you still need to do the pirates. Yeah, you know, you don't need it, to go all the way. through through it though I don't think you just have to get the just get to the poop deck yeah to the sail the seas yeah Yeah, I mean I don't want the pirates to not be there anymore like this new you have to remember that the new content is not necessarily for designed for you it's designed for somebody who comes to KOL doesn't want to look on a wiki so therefore, they wouldn't understand how the fuck to do anything with the pirates or whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's like how to even get there. Yeah. For a while, like, so much of this has all been about improving transparency and providing suboptimal ways to do things, so that people will feel like, oh wow, I've totally found this other secret thing that you can do that does this yeah. thing that's like twice as fast. That's so cool. Like, I, like I. I think it's kind of brilliant to to introduce slower, more signposted, slower, more signposted quests to do stuff, because it just has all these. You think I'm you think I'm kind of brilliant, huh? I do Do go on. (laughs) That's another thing that we did. We went to a a a beer launch party. A beer launch party. Beer launch party. It wasn't really a party. It was just a thing that wasn't even really a bar. Yeah. Uh, and there, what? Nothing launched. No, we had we had a a, a new Stone Brewery beer. Yeah, Stone Go To IPA. Ten yeah. Go To IPA is too many Go To IPAs. 
Yes. It was pretty tasty, though. They decided to make an IPA that was lower alcohol, 4.4%. And it's good. It tastes pretty good. It tastes good. I like it. It's good. I'd buy it and drink it again. I wonder when we will see it in bottles. Hi, guys, says Diabolico. I wanted to call into the show and let you know something. Sneaky Pete's leather jacket is fucking fine. It lets <laughs> me stack the astral belt with monster level in a shirt slot plus pulling an astral, or versus pulling an astral shirt. I don't think you can pull an astral shirt. Anyway, it's best in slot for rollover adventures or PvP adventures. It's second best for meat drop, competing only with another item of the month. The plus 10 moxie is goddamn useful during the early levels, and the jacket is fucking cool. Excellent job. Well, thank you. Thank you for the counterpoint. Uh, Squint says, love the new level 11 content. Questions of what's optimal aside, this just seems funner and more engaging. Fits more neatly into the quest. Why are all the new mini-bosses snakes, though? Was there some reason they had to be snakes? <laughs> Why did they have to be snakes? That is a question for the ages. Morgan Blair says, angry rant! Why would you take away the guy made a bee's flyering trick? This is what casual ascenders do. Serious ascenders flyer during the level 11 quest. Not sure if this is true post-revamps, but at least that's how it was. Is that really true? That's what I was telling you. People save the pyramid to do the flyering quest. You weren't listening to me. You said that, but is that serious people do yeah. that? Okay. Because they have to do that anyway. Setting up the guy made a bee's is not a free thing. It takes several turns, so you just don't do that at all, and you do stuff that you would, you would be doing anyways. Okay, that's fine. I won't fix it then. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... Because people also did it... I think they might have... So the problem so the, the problem, the problem that I ran into is that something that I want to do with this hippie and frat boy stuff is make it so you can speed up the completion of those subquests ahead of time, mm -hmm. and if it only takes one turn, you can't speed it up. That's... Well, you, could, you could lower the restriction, and then it is faster for people who... Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you just have a lower overall monster level requirement. And then people can get it done faster in the level eleven quest. I mean, it's well, like yeah, exactly. Like it'll be faster for people. There's no advantage to doing that if it's if the, if they're doing it during stuff that it's not actually a reduction in turn count, right? So, but I mean, if what that means is it will be a reduction for people who aren't doing either of these two tricks. Right? Yeah, you sure? Okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, ah, man. Although I guess that means that nobody would do that quest in advance. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then that, so then that like that imbalances, imbalances that imbalances the hippies versus frat boys. It would be nice. You could do both. You could have you could have a monster level requirement, and you also have to have fought six monsters with it, and that you can reduce both of those in half. So, mm -hmm. they, so now it only takes three turns. And is it worth three turns to do it? Probably not. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would be nice if the frat versus hippie side of the war choice was not variable. Like, if it, I would like for that to be a decision that you made based on what you thought was the most fun rather than which one was the fastest. And I don't know... There was, there was a time when they were close enough that optimizers would look you know consult a massive like spreadsheet based on what they had things had dropped early yeah which which way to go and i feel like it's almost always frat boys now but that that might change i mean the nuns trick i think makes it a foregone conclusion in a lot of ways and that is that is full-on just going away because that is some bullshit i mean it's clever and cool whatever good job for discovering that but like I, no one believes that it makes any sense no one believes in none that it works 
legally it says, hey, a small request. Currently you unlock access to Cobb's knob by acquiring the encryption key and then clicking a use link on the map the council gives you when you start the quest. If the encryption key had the use link instead, we can unlock the knob via the right-click menu as soon as the key drop and save ourselves a trip into our inventories. Or a check, man. Thanks. Yeah, I can see just used, making it so using either of them worked. <clears throat> Baron von Bickpenlord says, regarding any racism in the Black Knight, I don't think that monster is racist because I know the reference to that horrible, horrible movie. The movie itself was, well, not particularly socially progressive. Parodying that doesn't make the monster racist. However, I can only come to that conclusion because I know about the movie. Somebody who doesn't know about the source material might find it offensive. Yeah. And I mean, I think at worst, it's just not funny if you don't know about... I mean, at best, it's not funny. And at worst, you... But if you put if me in race accuses jail. you of racism and you can say... But we're parodying this other thing. Like, doesn't that uh, I don't, automatically make it okay? No, because the kind of person that would accuse you of that is immune care. to... Uh, well, but then who cares what they think? Well, but... Right? Like... They're not necessarily wrong, right? Like... If the, it, so if they're literally <clears throat> wrong, they're not wrong? No, because they, I don't know that it is... Not racist. <sighs> You're not letting me. Fi- I'm not letting you finish your sentences. Sandwiches, sandwiches. So, yeah, I used to feel very strongly that when it came to things like word usage and whatever, that intent was king, mm-hmm. and that if your intent was not harmful, then your language you wasn't your harmful. Was not harmful. I no longer believe that, either, because a bunch of uh, hippie assholes have convinced me that I'm wrong, or because I just believe that I was wrong about that in the past, and I can I can see ways in which they have a point about that kind of thing. So no, I don't like. I think that if somebody was like, "This thing is this thing is harmful," say, like if you make the argument that that sort of like caricature is harmful. Which I think that that's what somebody who's accused, who would accuse it of being racist is saying, is that this is, does some damage in the world. And then we said, well, it's not actually racist, it's just a joke that you don't get. That doesn't stop it from doing the harm that they are claiming that it does to everyone else who encounters it and doesn't get it. Does, does that kind of argument, though... Make it so you can't ever fucking say or do anything. Yeah, kind of. Okay, see so then, then I think you yeah, just can't well, let that. That's I mean, pertain. You know, like comedy. Comedy needs to be able to be transgressive. I liked that people were. Well, I don't know how many people were like this, but I like that the Oscars were super boring this year, and that people are complaining about how boring they were because everything was really safe, hmm. like. Nobody is talking about it the way that they did last year when Seth MacFarlane said a few things that were potentially offensive. It's like, well, would this, let's make this a teaching moment. Like, <laughs> I, I think that it is important for, for comedy to be allowed to be transgressive. You know? Yeah. But I don't, <clears throat> I don't think that that particular thing is worth preserving. Hmm. The Black Knight. So even in the in the off chance that anybody sees it and thinks that we're being racist, like but I, I mean I, the I don't... meat car is the fact that we use meat for currency could be really hurtful to people that don't don't do I, that, man. I'm it, just do you know what I mean? I'm just I'm like I just 
Like those are potentially valid arguments, and like it. <clears throat> sure, but I'm going to pick the ones that I am actually worried about, and not the like theoretical ones that make it so we're never allowed to make a joke about something if we try to do something that's slightly more sensitive about one particular thing, huh. right? This, this is a thing that, like, whenever I saw it come up on the thing at Comic-Con, I just winced. Huh. Because I'm like, oh, fuck, that does not look good. Like, okay. I, I knew I knew that the intent was not problematic, but nobody else did, necessarily. And every year I was like, fuck, fuck, i got to take that thing out of there. I've got to take that thing out of there. At least out of the Comic-Con thing, which now it's nobody's ever going to see that again, so whatever. But... Anyway, Lord Hack writes, Hey guys, Sneaky Pete is really awesome. I've never thought of the Fonz as being particularly cool, but man, everything about Sneaky Pete drips awesome. Even his shirt. Yeah, that's, that's not awesome. Oh, that, that's dripping. And <laughs> it's refried Fonz? beans. His shirt is a, <laughs> he's skinned a teddy bear. The Fonz isn't cool in your yeah, world? I don't, how can, I don't understand that. The Fonz is, like, definitionally cool. I don't know that that's true. One disadvantage to this cool new question submitting format is that we can't respond to other questions directly like in the forum. You know, I would say that that is categorically an advantage and not a disadvantage because every goddamn time that happened in the forum threads, it made me mad. So it's an advantage People for me. People mostly put those in spoiler tags. Well, they started after I complained well, about it a bunch. Right, but they, like, our fans Sometimes. are so awesome. Our fans yeah, are they awesome. Really are. They're great. Even the ones that get under your skin are awesome because they challenge your assumptions and make you think about things. I'm sure in the old format, lots of people would have told Wack he was crazy and the Sneaky Pete shirt is awesome, and if he doesn't think so, he has the option of voting with his dollars and not getting one. Uh, anyway, doing the new shirt quest right now, and while it shows up in the quest tracker and the character pane, it doesn't show up in the quest log, which is where I'm still trying to look first. Bug or feature. If you don't buy something, is that really voting with your dollars, or is that just abstaining from voting with your dollars? <laughs> it's, abstain it's abstaining with your dollars. Yeah, I guess voting with your dollars, you would have to buy the competitor to the... The yeah. sneaky Pete shirt, uh, which is also which is a, a, a Miz accessory. <laughs> That's how you vote with your dollars against an item of the month. Anytime you don't like the item of the month, uh, buy a Mister Accessory Junior. We'll yeah, we'll register that <laughs> complaint. Florin says regarding ramekins, we had a ramekin moment at work. One guy didn't know what it was, but all the women and all the married men knew what they were. None of the single guys did. Do you think that marital status and gender are relevant to ramekin knowledge? Uh, no, not in this room. Uh, yeah. yeah. We all know what ramekins are, and we're all single ladies. All single ladies. In reference to the Monday show, says Jolly Red Giant, I saw the Lego movie and loved it, never bought a Lego set and have no intention to do so now, but you can totally enjoy that movie without being a Lego guy. Cool. Such a sure. good movie. Yeah. You liked it? Did you yeah. finally go see it? Awesome. I did. I have you not seen it. it. Yeah, so we can't talk about it. We uh, can't. You gotta Sorry. see it. Well, you Everybody don't care gotta see it. You don't think uh, you don't care if things get spoilered? Well, I do. I, I, I try to avoid it, but I'm not going to punch a dude. Hmm. Wax says, Pasta Mansions and Saucers get plus 10 adventures from Sauce Maven compared to other classes getting plus 5. Turtle Tamers get pizza lover, but everybody gets plus 1 adventures from pizzas. Turtle Tamers don't need any extra love, but they'd probably quietly appreciate it from a distance. They wouldn't say anything either, or be especially grateful. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that was just a joke. The pizza lover thing? Yeah. That's pretty great, though. It's, yeah, I like it. I like it. And I, I like it's weak because it's meant to be weak and isn't a big deal. As Whereas the the pasta thing, like, yeah, I don't know. We might have screwed that up a little. No, the missed classes have been underloved. We want to throw them as many bones as possible. Like a bone pie. Yeah. 
I, I would love a situation where people could not shut up arguing about which class was best. Right? That would be mm-hmm. Pobblebunk says, design question. Why did you use the same skill tree from Age of Boris and Zombie Slayer for Age of Sneaky Pete instead of making something new like you did with Age of Jarlsberg? I was assuming you were doing something different with Age of Jarlsberg to have new options for skill tree formats for future avatar paths, but it was it just a flavor decision for Age of Jarlsberg? Yeah, it was. I mean, the thing that I wanted to do just worked better as that sort of three tree thing. It was much, much harder to balance the skills for Jarlsberg because it because there were four trees like basically we were trying to make it so you couldn't in in any of these paths we try to make it so you can't like make bad decisions that result in you being all gimped out and and your run sucking and it was much harder with Jarlsberg to prevent that I mean it from a certain point of view I don't care if somebody who like makes it their business to create the worst possible experience for themselves has bad experience. But you don't but want people to like stop. You don't want people that. to accidentally do it. And the thing is the worst case and what dev the position that dev is coming from is the position of like I think that sometimes their concern is voiced as the concern of somebody who knows what they're doing enough to care whether they have to spend an extra day leveling up but doesn't know what they're doing enough to not make stupid decisions about which skills to pick. And so I don't know that there is a guy like that because it's not like even with no skills, the game isn't terrible, right? It's just not very fast and not very easy, right? But you can still play it. And, you know, so yeah, I don't, I mean, what I, my earliest plan with Pete was to make it so his skills came from like a store where you would collect a variety of things out in the world like blackmail materials and dirty rumors and whatever and then trade those to your underworld connections for skills but it just kind of ended up not happening that way and it like Pete didn't really come together for me like I think it's fine and people like it and people don't think of Pete as being a thing that is just way worse than Jarlsberg or Boris but I never really got that this is gonna be good Hmm. feeling while I was working on it and so yeah I don't know a lot of it was just like I put it off until I had just enough time to do it you like barbarians and wizards though I feel like yeah, yeah. Like you don't have as much of a grounding in a thief kind of mentality, you know. Yeah, and also like the the notion that he has both uh, like a rogue and also this like lovable cool guy is is a tricky balancing act to to pull off. Yeah, but it also came out of like. So much of what he does and is came out of Scully's idea about the audience. audience. Yeah. And that kind of just determined at the end. And it's like, oh, okay, well, he has one one branch of skills that's all about like the lovable side, one branch that's about the rebellious side, and one branch that's about him being a motorcycle guy. So. But having the motorcycle, do you feel like we are implicitly saying that, um, that David Hasselhoff is cool? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I mean, he also, he v- differs from Boris and Yarlsberg in that there is that fourth, right. every third level. That's what level. I was going to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Hasselhoff does? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got he's got Knight Rider. He's got Baywatch. Mm-hmm. He's got his uh, magical career. And, his uh, magical career? Yeah, he's, he's like a... He's like a stage magician. Is he? Yeah. You've never seen him, have you? Because he's invisible! Gosh. Uh, so, by your reasoning then, the best magicians are people who are not magicians. No, no, no. The best magicians are the people who you don't know are magicians. So, I right? think that's ninjas. The best well, magicians they're also, are... They're also the best, right? They're just best in slightly, slightly different things. Hmm. Uh, Wax says, Pete used to get five to six of each cocktail crafting ingredient. With the jacket, it's seven to eight. Can the jacket also increase uses of the still? He can chug 29 to 34 drunkenness worth of drinks, and the still only lets you make five drinks for 20 drunkenness. Uh, no. No. That's that's fine. People people brought that up, and we kind of didn't want to run with that. Ooh. Uh, trichomon- trichomonas vag. What? Huh. Hey there, Chuck Ruff and Hot Stiff. I came back to the game after a big chunk of break, and wow, has the game become more awesome. Love the challenge paths, love the finish C, love, love, love the ascension revamp. Two questions. One, since Tome Summoning is limited hardcore, can something be similar, uh, something similar be done for Librum Summoning? I'm thinking, uh, like, making aftercore Librum Summoning easier, or having the MP cost increases apply separately to each Librum. No, because you can already get a fuckload of stuff out of Librums. Yeah. Uh, two, my favorite thing about the game is all the class-specific stories and content, Nemesis Quest, C stuff, etc. I've always wondered about the interactions between guild classes. Like, do seal clubbers and turtle tamers dislike each other because one protects animals and the other bashes the shit out of them? Uh, <laughs> Possumancers and sorcerers in, are engaged in an uneasy alliance, and disco bandits and accordion thieves, who the heck knows? Any hoodle. Thanks for all the cool stuff, dudes. I always well, kind of saw them all as being sort of uneasy alliances, yeah. Well, remember that seals are demonic creatures from another planet. Yeah, I mean, it's not like... Like, all of the Arctic animals are terrible. Right. Right. The turtle tamers don't care about those guys. Like, yeah. Uh, Wax says, Chat command to pop the collar should be slash douche. Mm. Yeah, because that's just how you go... (laughs) (laughs) Stumps McGee writes, Can the quest tracker remember what quests I have clicked the X on to make them go away? It really should. (sighs) Yeah, I have often wanted that. Yeah, no, it's obnoxious. I mean, what I do is when I want something on the quest tracker to go away, I use my chat command to remove the flag that indicates that I'm in the middle of that quest. (laughs) I recognize that that's not an option that almost anyone has, except magicians. Right. (laughs) I'm guessing that there are some other people who play KOL who have access to our suite of uh, Game Master chat commands that just uh, we don't know about it because they're so good at using them secretly. David Hasselhoff. Yep. Nobody Sinister writes, Hi, how amazing the KOL is 11 years old and new content is still being added. Also, that there is still so much response from you both here and on the forums. <laughs> I particularly like the new Torso Quest, but I am very concerned that Melvin has built his comic shop on top of the Crimbo Town estate. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Does this mean Uncle Crimbo is going to have a kerfluffle with gnomes this Wait, December? How is that possible, given that you use the place spindler? Well, because it's it just... It's agnostic? It doesn't care? Yeah, yeah, you can have... I mean, it's got, shit, it's got shit overlapping other shit all the time. What happens if both conditions, whichever one's last in the list? I don't know. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I think that Melvin's comic shop is not quite 100 by 100, though, so you'd probably be able to see Crimbo Town through it. Shit. You know, I kind of... 
I have no idea how to redo the art for the woods and the and the mountains. I hate them. I hate that they are those tiny ass shrunk down things with terrible line weights, but I don't know how to fix it. Huh. Okay. I mean, I could just draw smaller trees yep. and draw smaller mountains, but it's like, okay, well, so here's these mountains, and then, oh, there are these buildings that are as tall as four mountains. Like, no. Right. They're, you could just say that they're closer. Um, the mountains, could, it could be like a, a mountain valley, right? Like, it's all the stuff that's in the in the bowl of a caldera. Huh. Right? Sure. Other mountains, in fact. ASF uh, GGHX says, This has been bothering me for a while, basically since the revamp. Why does the castle in the clouds in the sky have a ground floor? Shouldn't it be the sky floor <laughs> or the cloud floor? Yeah, that's the joke. You got it. You're the first person to get it, as Vigodetics. It also has a cloud ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't get it. It's alright. I Eat Food says, You know what I hate? Hot dogs coming in 17 packs and buns coming in packs of 33. Why is that? <laughs> Same thing happens with fishy and deep breath. You get 10 more turns of deep breath every time. What up with that, yo? There are a lot of ways to get those things, and I have no idea which ones you're talking about. 17 and 33, really? That's not a thing, right? I doubt it. You can't buy 33 of anything, except RPMs on a record. And, and that's also 33 and a third. You can only afford 31 of them, and then the record sounds all weird. Word Perch says, not really a question. Uh, in the last Jick Riff Hot Stuff podcast, there were at least two questions that I believe are answered by, you are using KOL Mafia. First, somebody asked about the Snarfblot predicate not being supported by the macro editor. There's a macro checker included with KOL Mafia that's not yet been updated to include the new predicate. Oh, well, that explains it. Second, Canifier asked about the ancient hot dog wrapper being nerfed. Again, there was a KOL Mafia update that suggested that it had been nerfed and indeed used that language. Huh. Weird. So I wonder if it's just some weird conspiracy. So confusing. Quine says, I've noticed that Riff really enunciates the plosive at the end of words ending in P, so chump becomes chum pop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lately, I've noticed that both Jake and Hot Stuff have been doing this, too. I think this is a new thing for them. Have you guys noticed the change? Riff, if you're rubbing, or Riff, you're rubbing off on Jake and Hot Stuff. If you're going to rub them off somewhere, why... <laughs> if you're going to rub off somewhere, why do it on them? Uh, uh, question, though. Mm. Like, isn't, don't our pop filters catch that kind of thing? You would think uh, so. Our, our pop... Our filters. Pop, dump filters. Pop. A dump. Dump. I took a dump. No, we shouldn't just make the podcast sound bad on purpose, guys. But, I mean, that's they shouldn't be able to hear any sound. It should, there should be just be nothing. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> it's a filter. Isn't it supposed to work that way? No. I mean, it's like if I say, uh, this is just to say I have eaten the lums that were in the icebox. See, that would sound super weird if the filter was actually removing that sound entirely. Um, and then every time we talk about going to the movies, people think we're just eating corn. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, corn. <laughs> I Eat Food says, Dear Jake, can you please stop yelling at Riff for this beard mic noise that isn't really there? We love you, Jake, but you need help. Read this and then go see a doctor. We need you for another 11 years. After those 11, I think we're good, though. Awful. Thanks. We resolved. Uh, we resolved. We, we resolved. Yeah. Any, any links to the Wikipedia stuff. article for tinnitus? Now. Huh. Hmm. I have had a couple of weird auditory uh, events that happened today. Hallucinations? 
Kind of. I think they were just like weird, you know, like pressure changes in my ears or like earwax settling in a strange way or whatever. But it, I, twice today I have had this like sort of uh, mechanical twanging sound, and then there's like just a weird buzzing sort of mm. going on around for a little while, and I'm like, huh. That was weird. And I look around and nobody else notices it. So I'm like, okay, that was just inside my head. It's yeah. like, hmm. what's that uh, exploding head syndrome thing? I don't know. Yeah, look up exploding head syndrome. It's not very scary at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a, they gave it an amazing name to kind of a dull thing. But it, it has happened to me sometimes, so it's you think you There have been a number of times when I will wake up convinced that I have just heard someone say my name very loudly. Hmm. When okay. there's no one else in the room. That doesn't mean that somebody has not just said your name very that's, loudly. That's true. That's true. It could have been that they, 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 the bug malfunction that the CIA has placed in my... Or, like, somebody a couple miles away and you just have extremely good hearing. Yeah, mm. that sounds like me. Wax says, is the dwarf mine supposed to look like this? And then links to something that says, chrome's on the left side, linoleum in the middle, diamond's on the right, but the linoleum is broken by a lodestone. Man, I do not understand the code that generates those mines even a little bit like xenophobe wrote this code that does this just weird like it makes tetris pieces and then rearranges them until they fit together in the mine and it is crazy it's crazy that is not how i would have approached that at all i don't think uh, Thrensa says, first just wanted to say that you were not crazy about the WoW Druids. They have a solar slash lunar for arcane slash nature damage bar that goes left to right depending on the spell you cast. When it gets full, the opposite spells get more powerful until you move the bar to the other extreme. And it was exactly what I was thinking when getting the hang of having both love and hate skills. Good job. Um, secondly, you mentioned that on the Thursday show that designing an item of the month for Pete was hard because his toolkit is epic levels of cool or well designed. Are you aiming for that with the avatar since they have a self-contained skill set or did Pete just end up that way? Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing that we've sort of realized is that Moxie classes have so many inherent sort of like metagamey like attributes to them that by making a a Moxie avatar class, we kind of just gave you all of these like super powerful tools without even thinking about it, right? And like that's why like with Boris, you know, you're hitting things, and with Jarlsberg, you're cooking stuff. Like, with Pete, you're just being cool and avoiding, you know, like, you're just doing everything super awesome, right? Like, so that's that's the trick. Huh, weird. So, Wack writes in, uh, Pants is talking about the ancient hot dog wrapper changed on the first day that it existed, or maybe just before it existed when only cannon fire had it. Uh, Huh. That you in the log say that you up the requirement to eighty-five missed. Okay. But that was on the July third, so it isn't. It is. It is possible that it was changed the day that it came out. Yeah, I'll buy that. Right. Then how would Canfire be pulling it for all of his lazy runs and equipping it at thirty-five? Maybe that change wasn't pushed from Dev. That That's it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You, you like when we change an item, it changes on live and dev at the same time. Yep. So then the, the whack continues asking, like, what does that mean? Would we have a record if it didn't get pushed out? And so, like, item yeah. individual item changes don't get pushed. They don't need to be pushed. It is only changes to scripts. Yeah. Um, Ethereal Oblivion says, since the new ultra rares were added, will the hypnodisc see a revamp like the meat gem uh, did? Ever since it was outclassed for all intents and purposes by a light that never goes out. There's, this is an argument that's never going to go out. Yeah, I don't. I do not understand why you guys 
don't see the difference between a thing that requires a ton of consumables to be something. It doesn't require a ton, right? Like, you know, you... you it, well, if we consider an entire day's worth of Tome Summons to be a ton of stuff, which we do. Okay. It is, an, it is a not insignificant expenditure of resources to make this thing significantly outclass a thing that requires no expenditure of resources. Yeah. To do what it's doing. <sighs> I might still make the ultra rares more powerful in time. Starwood. Now, kids. Yeah. Start, yeah. Starwood says automatic guild unlock after you've broken the prism. Uh, since Pete's liver tanks right after freeing the king, you often end up instantly drunk. If you want to get skills to perm, you need to unlock your new guild. Guess what? You can't do while drunk. Uh, I've seen this come up a lot in Chan Clat, so it's not just an imagine problem. Yeah. Chan Clat? Ch- did I say Chan Clat? <laughs> Good. Did. Good. We need to d- drink more. ACM says, did you guys consider putting in a bunch of extra shirts for Sneaky Pete? Because I got to level 10 or 11 before I got my first one, which kind of makes a mockery of the free skill. Yeah, in hardcore, I can see that. But I mean, there's... There are some at lower levels. But I mean, now in hardcore, you get the jacket, which is why we gave him that. We we knew it was coming. Yeah. Down the the pipe. Um, The torso pipe. Wax says, could you please make peel out on the combat action bar also show how many uses are left for the day? No, I don't know how I would do that. Huh. Does anything in the combat action bar work it like that? Might. Maybe. Mm. Well, guys, I hate to do a real short show, but I also hate to be awake a short for enough longer to uh, do an entire episode of Video Games Hot Dog. So, at the sound of the tone, please flip over the record. It's been like an hour. Okay, that's not very long. That is that is exactly how long they used to be because it, we were constrained by radio time. There were two hours. No. There were two hours. No, because we would do we would do an hour of KOL and an hour of video games hot dog. No. Yes. We no. had st- no an hour of each. That is what because <laughs> we had two is, hour slots. That is and they would play them back to back. Yes, that is it is one hundred percent not true. That is totally. We true. stopped broadcasting. Like a year before video games hot no, dog no, no, was no. even a okay, no, but glint then, in my Okay, eye. but then when we started doing both of them the, Dude, seriously. You, they I, still play them on the you radio. Are absolutely wrong. No. You are absolutely wrong. At no point was that ever a guideline that we had, and there has never been an episode of video games hot dog that was shorter than an hour. Or even close to an hour. Okay. You're but, just wrong. This no. was never a constraint that we had. Oh Jesus Christ. The point, like the point of like dividing it into two shows, was that like we could do two shorter shows. They don't both have to be two fucking hours long. That's right? not true. Oh, come on, it's not. Okay, I think an hour is totally fine. I think an hour should be the the benchmark, and an hour and a half is going over. I, you know, what I think our listeners would enjoy is an hour of this argument. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Hey, this thing happened. No, it didn't. Yes, yeah. it did. No, it didn't. Yeah. Bing. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) See ya.